this is not a moment of what people are thinking or what people are talking about. This is a moment I need the Holy Spirit. Until your hunger gets into that level. Can you imagine the Holy Spirit never came, never showed up on the first day? Because he was still waiting like, you know what? I'm not satisfied with your hunger. Hunger for more. Hunger for more. Hunger for more. Hunger for more. Until the day number 10. He said, I think now you're ready. Now, so they're sitting together like this. And then a mighty rushing, a voice of a mighty rushing wind was heard in the room. And that voice filled the room, not outside. Filled the room. And everybody began to speak in tongues. If only you knew how important speaking in tongues was. If only you knew the language you speak. If only you knew your whole demeanor would change. You are highly equipped. Highly equipped. You speak a language which you don't even know. The Bible says, how beat in the spirit you utter mysteries. Mysteries. Oh my God. Now imagine this. Are you there, right? Are you there? So they're waiting in the room and the Holy Spirit came upon them on the day number 10 and they began to speak. But that is not enough. Speaking in tongues is not the end of the story. So when you read from verse 4, the Bible says, and they spoke in tongues. In verse 14, all right? In verse 14, Peter, he is not saying they are speaking in tongues. Peter is saying different story. But Peter standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said unto them, You men of Judah, now they have gone to the stadium where people gathered, who had come to attend the uh, Pentecost holiday. And these men are from the upper room. They have the Holy Spirit. And they come and invade the event. And Peter stands up and begins to speak. He is Peter who two months ago when he was asked the question, are you one of him? He denied Jesus. He did that because he didn't have the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Ghost comes upon you, there's a certain boldness and ability. There's a certain effect that comes over your life. Now watch this. So Peter, he's the one now standing. And they, 11, and he stands there like this. Did you hear that? Watch what he says. He said, verse uh, 15. All right. He says, for these are not drunken, mm. as you suppose. Seeing it is not uh, uh, by the third hour of the day. Verse 16. He says, but this is which was spoken by prophet Joel. What did he say? And it shall come to pass. This is what Joel prophesied in Joel chapter 2 verse 28. 800 years prior. Now, look at this. I find this interesting. Very interesting. And it shall come to pass in the last days, says God. I will pour out all my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. 
and your young men and uh, 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 and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Peter, you're confusing people now, because these men are not prophesying; they are speaking in tongues. And Peter doesn't say this is what John said, that the one who comes shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. He isn't quoting that. He isn't quoting that this is what Jesus Christ said. That when I go, I shall send you the Holy Spirit. He isn't quoting that. He is quoting a prophecy which was given 800 years ago. He says, what you are seeing now, this is the prophetic. This is the beginning of visions. This is the beginning of the prophecy. He says, what you are seeing here, it has been fulfilled, which was spoken by Joel, which says, in the last days, I shall pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. Now, we have got three things here. One, prophecy. Two, vision. And three, dreams. Very important in the church. Three things. What have I said? How, how many things? Three, three things. Now, three things. These are very important in the church. And also very important in any organization. In any organizational structure, you need three things. And I will explain to you. Now, watch this. Watch this. So, so Peter says, this is what was spoken. I shall pour out my spirit. So, he is now saying, from now. The church is different. The church will have prophecy. The church will have vision. And the church will have a dream. Oh, you didn't hear me. Why? Because the Holy Ghost has now come upon us. We will no longer do things like we are doing before. Where another one is preaching somewhere. Another one is doing something different. And we are begging from people. We have no money. We are broke. He says now the Holy Ghost has come upon us. He says your young men shall see vision. The word vision is the word hazard. Are you following? The word vision is the word hazard. Uh, or has on. Are you following somebody? Someone say has on. Ha, so, so it says, and they shall see visions. Now there are different types of has on. There's what you call Mara. I, I'm not going to talk about those things. We have what you call Mara. We have what you call uh, 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 Haza. Has on. Now, now, there are different type of visions. Now, in these visions, there are spiritual visions. Where, for example, I may be looking at you like this, yet I'm having a vision. I may be seeing things which you are not seeing. Now, that is, that is not Hazon. Alright? That is not Hazon. Now, that is Mara. Uh, where I may be with you like this. But the Hazar, it's when I see something in the spirit. But because I'm seeing it and you're near me, you're also experiencing what I'm seeing. Uh, did you hear that? Did you hear that, right? This is why I can hold a microphone like this. I'll be entering in church like this. The moment I begin to see visions, even people be falling under the power. And I'm not even touching them. 
but they're just falling because they are able to experience that there is something supernatural that this man is able to see. Uh, are you here? And the same thing when the Bible speaks about Daniel. It says when Daniel was seeing a vision, all people ran away. Because they could feel it. The Bible said they were filled with terror. And they were shaking. So I may be standing here like this and I may be prophesying to somebody. And you see the person begin to shake. Those vibrations, they are not seeing anything. It is a result of what I'm carrying. I'm talking to somebody here. In Daniel 10 verse 7, let me show you something here. In Daniel 10 verse 7, the Bible says what? It says, and I, Daniel, alone saw the vision. How many? Alone. Saw the vision. For the men that were with me saw not the vision, but great quaking fell upon them. Great what? Quaking, shaking fell upon them. It says it is me who was seeing. But the people, they, they began to shake. And they were not even knowing what they were shaking. So I may be standing here like this. And she may be sit, sitting where she's sitting there. And the more I go closer to her, she may start shaking. And she may not even know why she's vibrating. But it is because what I am seeing, which you are not seeing. Seventh dimension. The supernatural dimension. Now, the Bible says, and they shall see what? Visions. Now, those are spiritual visions. Now, they are visions which you may see, which actually, because you are seeing the vision, and the supernatural is so real, that even people may actually experience that something supernatural is happening here. And then there's another one, which is uh, is, uh, hazard, which when I'm seeing it, you may not see, you may not even feel, you may not even have the experience. But Mara, it is something which is high. When I'm seeing it, you're going to experience it. Um, am I talking to somebody right here? Am I speaking to somebody? Now, now. So, so the Bible says, Haza, Mara, will all come when the Holy Spirit what? When the Holy Spirit come upon everyone. We shall begin to have visions. But then we have also what we call an an ordinary vision. An ordinary vision, it is the vision which companies use. If I may ask you a question, you are a manager, yes, what is your vision in this project? My vision is A, B, C, D. I may ask you a question, what is your dream? My dream is to be a pirate. My dream is to be this. My dream is to be that. Now, Can you imagine that God is so intelligent that he even knows that the church will do nothing without vision? I didn't hear me. So God says they need vision. If there is a place where so much creativity must be taking place, it is the church. Because the Holy Spirit is in the church and he's giving the church visions. Are you following what I'm saying? So you may be there, sitting there, and have a vision. Like, oh, what's your vision? Uh, you sit down like this, and you begin to download things in the spirit. Download a project. Download a business. Download ideas. 
if there is a place where the oh my God, it is the church because we have the Holy Spirit committed 100% to give us visions. Am I talking to somebody here? The Holy Spirit is committed. Somebody said, where there is no vision, people perish. Proverbs 29 verse 18. Are you hearing me somebody? Where there is no vision, the people perish. Where there is no what? People do what? People perish. Companies collapse. Projects collapse. There must be vision. But guess what? People have no vision. Do you know why? Because they are not using the Holy Spirit. My Bible says, when the Holy Spirit will come, there shall be prophecy, and there shall be vision, and there shall be dreams. People with a prophetic destiny are visionaries and are also dreamers. You, 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 you didn't hear me. No, you didn't hear me. Are you hearing what I'm saying, somebody? The reason why people are not dreamers is because they are not prophetic. So now the Holy Spirit comes in a room and Peter comes out, he talks different stuff. He says, you know, this is what Joro prophesied, that we shall prophesy. Are you prophesying? We're speaking in tongues. But actually he's saying in those tongues, we are giving prophecies. Every person, the moment you are speaking in tongues, you are actually what? Prophesying. It is through that prophecy. It is through that prophecy in tongues where you are creating visions, where you are creating dreams. Am I talking to somebody here? No wonder. No wonder. They reached a level whereby no one was lacking. Okay, number one, they had boldness. Somebody said boldness. Boldness. A man who is bored is a dreamer. A man who is bored is a visionary. Listen to me. You can't be bored to risk something if you, if you haven't seen how to end. A man of vision is a man who is a risk mitigator. You know what are risks and you know what are uncertainties. I'm not telling somebody here. Now the Holy Spirit gives you the ability. It is not right for the church to be depending on people. This is a moment when governments must look unto the church. These are moments when the governments must come to the church and the church must be solutions. Do you know why? Because we are visionaries. But it's opposite because people don't even know the meaning of the Holy Spirit. Now, this is what happened in the book of Acts. The Bible says, because of that, if you go in Acts chapter 3, what happens in chapter 3? The Bible says they began to do healings. People who were sick, if they were found in beautiful girts, they were being what? They were being healed. Are you hearing me? Healings were taking place. In Acts chapter 4, the story is changing. Even if people who are not educated, the Bible says, no, 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 no. Wait. When they looked at Peter, the Bible says they were so shocked at the level of wisdom and eloquency. 
how the man could speak and connect statements. He was speaking like a, a, a professor of a university. And the Bible says they were shocked. They said, how is it so? For he is not educated. Somebody shot Pentecostal effect. So we have people who are like, I didn't go to school. I, I didn't go far to school. When the Holy Ghost takes over you. Can you imagine? Can you imagine Peter? He was not educated. He went up to grade three. But when he began to talk, are you understanding what I'm saying? When he began to talk, the Bible says men shook their heads and they marveled. They said, ah, it's because of Jesus. They said, it is because he has been with Jesus. It is when the Holy Ghost came. And when you read the book of Peter, how he has written the book of Peter as a professor, he even makes calculations. He even speaks of 1,000 years. He even speaks of things that are very deep and hard to understand. Because the man, the Holy Ghost, rushed over him. This is the moment where I see, this is what I tell people that you see, when people are saying, uh, hallelujah, I don't know what to think, Papa. You are lacking the Holy Spirit. Papa, which I, I don't know, I, I just don't know what to do. My father, I don't know what to do. I'm so confused and I'm lost. You're really lost. You are lost. You need to be found. Hey, you don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> In Acts 4.13, the Bible says, and they were shocked at Peter. In Acts 4.13. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled and they took knowledge of them. That they had been with Jesus. Give me NIV. I want you to understand something here. In NIV it says. When they saw the courage of Peter and John. And realized that they were unschooled. They were what? Ordinary men. They were astonished. And they took note. That these men had been with Jesus. The Pentecostal effect. It is, not, it is not the books you read at school. Listen to me. Eh? Those, things we, those things we learn at school. Those things we learn at school. They don't work on the ground sometimes. Sometimes a man in the street is even better than a professor. You need, you need, you need the Pentecostal effect. You sit in a meeting with the professors. Do you know who he was talking to? Do you know who marveled? Start from verse 15. I want to show you. Do you know who marveled? Do you know who was marveling here? He was a professor of a university. The Sanhedrin. These were top, top lawyers. Lawmakers. Who kept the Torah. Oh, you didn't hear me. And these are the men who were astonished. 
when Peter began to speak uh, algebra, And when he began to use calculus, uh, they said, no, 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 no. <laughs> we need that wisdom. Because we have to speak to the nations. We have to speak to leaders. They have to sit down and listen to us. We need the Holy Ghost. Are you hearing me, somebody? And God has given a promise that I will, I will send nations to you. Kings will come to you. Why do we talk to kings? He said, they shall come to the brightness of your rising. So when a king comes to you, what do you talk? You'll be saying, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm your servant, sir. Come on, tell your neighbor. Say, when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. Say, even how you think. How you see things. It just changes. Say, neighbor, you need to wait for the Holy Spirit. Say, so this is the reason why they were waiting for 10 days. Even lawmakers were astonished. Ecclesiastes 9 verse 11. Alright, Ecclesiastes 9 verse 11. Alright. New Living Translation. It says what? I have observed something under the sun. The fastest runner doesn't always win the race. And the strongest warrior doesn't always win the battle. The wise sometimes go hungry and the skillful are not necessarily worthy. And those who are educated, who are what? Don't always lead successful lives. It is all decided by chance. By being in the right place at the right time. I, I told you last week, right? I said every, every anointing attracts a certain category of people. If you were attracted to ECG, it means you are educated. By the Holy Spirit. By the Holy Spirit. You are so educated. And they were unlearned. They were not educated. By the things they were talking. Go verse 15 of Acts. Acts chapter uh, 4. Verse 15. It says, So, so they are uh, giving back the same. Uh, 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 NIV or King James Version. But when they had commanded them to go outside out of the council, they conferred among themselves. The 16. So they ordered them to withdraw from the Sanhedrin and then confer together. Can you imagine when there's a meeting? These are lawmakers, lawyers, judges. They, they're in a room. They say, call them. They come in. They talk. They say, go, go out. We want to consult first. Then they consult. They said, gentlemen, have you seen the wisdom of these men in the college? Are they educated? They said, no. They, were, they are unschooled. So where are they getting the wisdom? They said, they call them again. 
So they called them again, couldn't get the answer. Then they did the conclusion to say, now, something supernatural is taking place here. May it be so with you. How can you go into an interview and fail? Somebody shout, never again. How can you go in an interview and fail? You just have to sit there and you talk. This is what Jesus said. He said, when you are, when you are called there, he said, I shall give you atlas which you adversely will not even be able to contradict. Are you hearing me? Every man and woman I ever prayed for before they, were go, before they went for an interview, they never even had an interview. They had a chat. Just to go there and sit there and like, uh, so tell us how much you want. <laughs> I came, you came for interview and they began to chat. So who's your mom? Oh, she came from that village. I also come from the same village. <laughs> interview. <laughs> interview. Your, 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 your appearance just makes them to start feeling like I think this man is, is my boss. Instead of interviewing you, you start interviewing them. So what do you think you can give me? <laughs> the Holy Spirit is so sweet. I understand so many people who just think the Holy Spirit is just for us to say, Hallelujah! Huh? Hey! It's beyond that. We got people who just think the Holy Spirit just came for you just to be feeding, you know, Feeling what a spiritish. No. No. He is so important. So Peter said, they are not drunk. This is what was spoken by uh, Joel. God said, I will pour out my spirit. And they shall prophesy. Each time you speak in tongues, you are giving a prophecy. You may not hear it, but you are prophesying. And we have got always one man. We have always that person. Who when they're speaking in tongues, then they say, I, I can't hear this. Let me go to my own language that I may hear. Uh, uh, oh Lord. Father, you know I'm, I'm suffering. They won't even to hear what they're talking. You are praying to yourself. If you pray, you want to convince yourself that what you're hearing, you are praying to yourself. You, you want to understand it. What am I saying? I want to know what I'm talking. You are praying without, without an aid. Because when you speak in tongues, you are being helped by the Holy Spirit. Already, you are to an advantage. Because your prayer already, it is not your words. It is not you. It is already being done by the Spirit. Spirit. 